Yo, what's going on, you guys? What's up? It's me, it's your buddy, it's your boy, it's your pal, it's that good friend of yours, John O'Milo, back at again with another episode of the Cry Baby Sleep Podcast. As always, thank you guys all so much for coming around and just spending a few moments of your time here with me from the bottom of my heart. Thank you guys all so much. It, I, it's just, you know, it's a, it's, a gr- it's a learning process, me trying to get everything together for this show and trying to move forward, so... You know, thank you guys all so much for just coming on this journey with me. I really honestly appreciate it. I really honestly. And, you know, I hope you enjoy today's topic. I hope you find it entertaining. And I'll see you guys all after the bomb, right? Peace. So here I am again um, doing another uh, reaction to a uh, a viral story. This one is part like uh, there's like a, a local a local news. Uh, segment that I'm going to watch here second and uh, again same deal it's been making the rounds on Twitter and there's just a couple of things that I want to be able to unknot about this story so as we le- read along I'm going to give like a bit of a um, critical analysis you know um, on what's going on inside of this woman's mind who ended up perpetuating this and I, I hope this doesn't come as like me being like a mean or rude but i have some uh, i have some um pretty scathing statements um on the behest of you know uh this restaurant and what ended up happening inside of the you know inside of this uh this establishment and just a little bit of advice for the the women that this ended up happening to god bless them this is terrible god bless them but yeah, let's go ahead and let's jump into it. I'm going to read the title and then uh, let's go ahead and have a fresh peek at this, uh, new, <laughs> this new Hellscape video. Um, woman claims she was forced into calling black bonefish restaurant diners the N-word but refuses to apologize. So yeah, this is... black patron the n-word all of this captured on cell phone video video that has now generated thousands of shares and comments on social media oh Oh, you're so stupid (laughs) wow we tracked down the women in both sides of this video wrel sarah krueger talked with them all joins us now live in raleigh of course sarah this happening at a bonefish in north hills right David, that's right. It happened right here yesterday evening during happy hour. The woman who used the racial slur told me today she will not apologize for her language. And in fact, she said she would use the same word again. Just like everybody this minute long cell phone video shows an encounter between customers at the Bonefish face. Grill in North Hills. This person had the audacity right here the chef is standing table there. and this tell us tragic. that we are the rudest people that she has ever met. Then the woman, who we now know is Nancy Goodman, calls another customer the N-word. You're too loud. We're too loud. In your opinion. In your opinion. Let me show you my money. It's just as green as yours. Right. Oh, you're so stupid. We found Goodman at her home. I'm a 71-year-old woman who lives in Raleigh. I suffer from tremendous anxiety. She says that anxiety Uh, and the women's behavior pushed her to act as she did. I'm not going to say I'm sorry to them because they put, kept pushing at it. So, And that's all I'd really like what to say. What about your use of the N-word? I used that word because they forced me into it. 
<laughs> do you yeah, see you how like that's incredibly forced. offensive? Yes, I do. That's why I said it. I would say it again to them. She says she would use that word again to you all. Wow. Wow. That's sad. Shonda Stewart is the one who took the cell phone video. Her friend, Lakeisha Shaw, is the one who was called the racial slur. I don't care how you feel like we should have been acting. If I was standing on the table with three heads in a purple jumpsuit, nothing justified you to come to my table and call me a stupid. Goodman says she regrets not asking management to tell the women to be quiet, but she made one thing clear. So you're not Thank sorry you. about saying the N-word? No, no. In a statement, Bonefish Grill tells us we do not tolerate this hate isn't a speech statement. or this disrespect is one fucking in sentence. our restaurants. They added that they are reviewing the incident to see how they can do better at de-escalating situations in the future. David. Sarah Kruger reporting live in Raleigh. Sarah, thank you. Holy. Oh, wow. Because this person had the audacity right here to come to our table. And that's the actual video. So yeah, let's go ahead and have a jump at this story. You can already tell I'm in the best, I'm in a fantastic mood having a peek at this thing. Let me tell you, these sorts of things, oh, they always just put a smile on my face. You know, if anybody knows me well enough, you just know that I love these sorts of things. So let's have a, let's have a squeeze, shall we? A day after going viral for her calling black women the N-word at Raleigh, North Carolina restaurant, Nancy Goodman has since been identified, and she's not backing down from her remarks. Goodman has been named by Facebook and Twitter sleuths as the woman who Shonda Stewart filmed at Bonefish Grill Tuesday when she and her friend dined there for dinner. Apparently, Goodman said they were too loud, and after Stewart began recording her, she approached the patron and her, and her friend's table. Whoa. I've got really good friends that are black, and I love them, said Goodman, told the three black diners. Now, I wanted, I wanted to poke at this, like, this statement right here, where it's like, you know, it's like one of, again, it's just like one of those, like, deeply coded statements, you know what I mean, where it's like, oh, I've got, you know, oh, my friends are the good ones, you're the ones with all the problems, you know what I mean, That's, that already starts with, like, this person's, like, intense amounts of like bigotry and hatred to these female diners you know what i mean it's like oh my friends are the good ones you know what i mean they wouldn't come in quote unquote acting this way or it's like the hell like why are you dictating the thoughts feelings actions and emotions of others but yet these people that you have like made this like crazy it's just flat out crazy. I mean, I don't, I don't care about the ad hom at this point. Just because, like, what this person did was just like, you know what I mean? It's just disgusting. It's just terrible. But your friends, they are the quote unquote good ones. That's why you love them. They know how to quote unquote act in public. You can already tell that this is like what's happening inside of this woman's mind. And I find that very, I find that very interesting. This is like her public quotes, um, to news. To this news, this local news uh, affiliate, pardon, confused about why race was mentioned. Oh, I know why. I know why. I don't know why you guys were confused, but uh, it did not be in the future. The women continued talking to Goodwin before she said seconds later, you're so stupid in her and walked off. Because uh, again, like I said, like you can already tell from her first 
her first statement to you, you know, where you're like, oh, you know, why is this? Why is this about race? You're going to tell the first sentence out of her mouth was about race. Why are you confused? Also, again, you know what I mean? Why? Why is it not? We're talking, you know, we're talking North Carolina, like Raleigh, North Carolina. And you're walking around being like, oh, how? I'm just like I said, I don't mean to make this like, you know what I mean? But I feel like maybe they should just tie a couple of screws tighter when it comes to these sorts of things. That's just my personal opinion speaking on the matter, you know? But it's North Carolina feels like some of those places you should have your head on a freaking swivel. You know what I mean? And of course, these sorts of people, they they always have race on their mind. Doesn't matter if it's black. Doesn't matter if it's Central American, South American from the islands. Doesn't matter. They have it on their mind. And I'm not saying that you have to be enact this sort of compulsion to yourself, but should be you should be aware that these sorts of folks and the lifestyle in which they've attained in the United States makes it the forefront it makes race the center of their entire existence but let's move on Stewart maintained the restaurant did little in response and Goodman left the eatery on her own I, I want to say something about that too because that's really fascinating you know, where it's like we, we see, I, I see these stories every single day, you know, um, for folks that are just coming to this and they don't know about like, uh, you know, my other social media hunts or whatever. Most of the time, um, I, I really don't spend too much time on the timeline these days. And most of my time is spent um, in, you know, my Facebook and Instagram stories. You know, so I'm always like taking uh, screenshots of like these really like harrowing stories, you know, all the time and just like sharing them with people who are like, you know, I get some pretty I get some pretty awesome messages every once in a while where folks are like, oh, wow, I didn't know that this is like what was going on. I didn't know this. This is like, you know, the extent of like how bad, uh, you know, racism is like in the United States. I couldn't believe people act like this. Yeah, it's all harrowing. And trust me, it's real. You know, I'm not making up any of this stuff. And I, I say that as in to say the fact that the restaurant did little in response and the woman got to eat on her own should like it should be ringing in people's ears okay it should be ringing in their ears okay because we have we have little black children little black girls and little black boys who can't mow a lawn okay without police like trying to like drag them into the street and put handcuffs on them we we don't have little black girls can't sell bottles of water without being escorted to a police car in handcuffs you know what I mean? We got kids who can't even deliver newspapers. You can't even walk up to a house and ask, do you guys remember this? A little boy, a little boy was like lost on his way to school, missed the bus, came up to a man's house asking if he was walking the, in the right direction. He pulled a gun on him. You know what I mean? And people were like, oh, I can't believe this is a problem with racism. Not to like, you know what I mean? Not to, to stick a dagger in people or whatever have you. Have you looking in shame? But that's just the, you know, that's just like the, the, the truth of the matter, right? And if this is happening over nothing, absolutely nothing, people delivering papers and mowing lawns and like, you know, planting gardens and whatnot. And this woman couldn't even be like, you know what I mean? Taken by the scruff of her shirt and be like, ma'am, it's time for you to leave. You know, they did little in response. In the clip, when you watch it, there's like a chef from the back just standing, you know what I mean? And she's just sort of just like having just like shooting the breeze with this guy. She's not, she went to the door on her own. 
that should tell you everything about not only like the people who didn't want to get involved, but the way that they see race and racism. You know what I mean? Where it's like you can come up and you can hurl these insults. You can use hate speech in public against these people and then walk out on your own. That's beyond the problem. That is the center of American life. <laughs> and like, let's, let's just go ahead. Let's just move on. Now Goodman has spoken out to WRAL. Said she suffers from, quote, tremendous anxiety, end quote. Oh, you poor thing. Poor, poor thing. Because, you know, I, I deal with anxiety. If people, you know, the, the folks that know me uh, fairly well, they, I deal with a tremendous amount of anxiety. And, you know, just like, you know, the, I'm, not, I'm not trying to say it. it's like, you know, it's like a trending cultural thing or whatever have you to, to, the, to that to be like the center of your life or whatever, you know. Um, cause you know, people were pushing back against it like a few years ago where it's like, you know, Tumblr and Instagramites and whatever, you know, these influencers and that, but part like people are saying that they have it and part like people are deeply suffering from it because of these addictions, social media platforms, what have you. But you know, uh, you know, anxiety is real, right? But this is not how I act with my anxiety. I would have to be pushed in so many different ways in order for something like that. You know what I mean? For me to like lose my anger and to like lose myself. You know what I'm saying? To start acting this way to people. You know what I mean? And look, this person, she's like in her 70s and you haven't done anything about it. You're just living with the anxiety. That means that you're just using it as an excuse. Like people who have issues with anxiety, bipolar disorder, um, you know what I mean? Chronic depression and so on, right? They are like actively seeking help. You know, they meditate, they jog, they run, they have therapists, they do all this stuff, right? They don't go around, you know what I mean, coming up to people's tables and start like, you know, hurling racial epitaphs at them. That's not what you do with your anxiety. So again, now this is how sick this woman is. She's weaponizing her anxiety against these women who did nothing but go into this restaurant and eat dinner. But let's move on. And that led her to act the way she did to the diners. Stewart and her friend, Lakeisha Shaw. Quote, I'm not going to say I'm sorry to them because they kept pushing at it. She tells the news station on July 24th. Again, this is funny. You know, I'm not going to say I'm sorry to them because they kept pushing at it. Pushing at what? Having a smile on their face, being jovial, having drinks, enjoying their life with their friend as they ate dinner. Pushing what? What pushing you? What pushed you out of a parking spot? You know what I mean? Like rammed your car, got in your face, go to drink in your lap. Like what are you talking about, lady? Like there was none, none of that happened. Nobody was, was pushing you anywhere. It, it's so weird that like you can just tell she just made this whole thing up in her mind. And this is how a lot of people, this, this, this is where the problems with racism begin, you know, where people go, oh, um, how did they, because she made this all up in her head, you know what I mean? She had whatever aspect of her, you know, her disorder speaking for her on the behest of her, and she made up this whole thing of pushing, pushing what, lady? Pushing fucking what? What the fuck were they pushing? What? Your imaginary buttons. Sickening. Move on. As for her using the N-word, Goodman said that the women, quote, forced me into it, end quote. And then she knew it was offensive. 
again, I, 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 this is great. I get to break this down again. This is so wild to me. He was forced into it. Nah, man. People are getting forced into fucking cages at at gunpoint. You know what I mean? People get forced into alleys at knife point. No one was forcing you. There was no force. I saw the video, you sick woman. You were standing over there smiling. There's no forcing. Uh, what? They forced the smile on your face, too. They forced you to act that way. They forced the smile on your face. They forced that fucking chef to stand next to you and be like, oh, well, you know. You just gotta calm down, Cheryl. Like, you know what I mean? No one was forcing you. They forced you to get in your fucking Honda and go home. Like, Lord help me, Jesus. Like, this is, it is, like, it's psychotic. It's a break from reality. That is not the basis of what was going on in that restaurant. No one was forcing this woman into it. So, again, she weaponizes her anxiety, and then she makes them the antagonist. A group of women eating dinner become antagonist. Forced me into it. Sickening. But let's move on. That's why I said it. The seven-year-one-year-old ads. I would say it again to them. They are the rudest individuals I have ever seen. Again, wow. She knew it. She knew she shouldn't have said it. She knew she shouldn't have acted that way. She weaponizes her anxiety. She turns them into the antagonist, and then she said she would do it all over again. Only at the behest of the... The only reason that she did it is because they're rude? Dude, what? This is how you act to rude people. You come up to them and you... You use slurs and pejorative. just want to take a quick moment of your time and let you know that you can reach out to me or you know become a fan or follower of the show at uh, Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at J-O-N-O-M-I-L-O. Or if you want to try to catch up with any of the things that are happening with the uh, podcast itself, you can find it all at Try Baby Sleep, you know, at Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. And, uh, you know, I'm usually, I'm, I'm in, most of the time I'm usually in, you know, similar homes. So I'd love to hear from you, you know. And... You know, if you want to, you know, support the show, there is a Patreon, you know, patreon.com forward slash J-O-N-O-M-I-L-O. And, yeah, hope you're enjoying it. Slurs and pejoratives because they're rude? And there's so many other things, you know what I mean? There's, there's so many other people, like, it's like so many horrible, rude things happen to me. Every single day, you know, person pushes past me on the bus. Somebody cuts me in line at the bank. Somebody cuts in front of me in line at the grocery store. So, you know, a little 18-year-old kid steps on my sneakers because he's, you know what I mean? He's not paying attention while he's in the aisles of the grocery store. It happens every day. Does that mean now all of those people, and because of my issues with anxiety, I can just turn around and I can just start lambasting all of these people? That's what's going on here. This woman has serious issues with reality. She does not live in the same world as you and I. And I think people really need to just kind of like zoom in on that. And like look at these statements and pick them apart like surgically. Because what is going on? This person needs like serious help. 
serious help. They are sick. They're sick in the mind. It's baffling to me. But let's let's move on. Wow, that's sad, Shaw said when she was told of Goodman's remarks. I don't care how you feel like we should have been acting. If I was standing on the table with three heads in a purple jumpsuit, nothing justifies you to come to my table and call me a stupid inner. I'm still trying to wrap my head around it all, said Stewart. It's disheartening. It is. But this is society that we are living in right now. Uh, again, like I said, I, 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 like I, I don't want to, Mr. Shaw and Miss Stewart, I doubt that you guys are ever going to, nobody's ever going to listen to this. You know, as far as like, you know, the people within this story are concerned, nobody's going to hear this. But I, I just feel like I should say that, like, I should just say this and direct it at you guys. Because, you know, like, I feel bad because you're sitting here going, oh, I'm trying to wrap my head around this. And, you know, like I said, that should be that should have been your forefront when a woman came over to you and been like, I have my black friends are the good ones. You're these rude attacking people. Da, 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 da. And like, that's how she made that's how she made her platform for attacking you like this. Like, it, I guess I guess when it happens, you know, it, it can leave people spinning, you know, but all I'm saying is, you know, just a refocus and recentering on on what's going on. The fact that you're willing to say you will repeat that shows me the hate that you harbor in your heart for the black African-American race. Stewart added on Goodman's admitting willingness to use the word again. I don't care what color I am. Give me the respect of being a human being like everyone else deserves. Goodman, who reiterated the fact that she has black friends and is not racist, made it clear that she was not sorry. She also said she wished she would have had management settle the issue. So just again, you could just see that this woman, she has clarity. She has clarity. She knew. She knew right from right from the jump. She's like, oh, I should have, you know what I mean? I should have asked management. Should have asked that host or a maitre d to come over and be like, could you guys keep it down? You know what I mean? Even then, you know, everything Nancy, go fuck yourself. <laughs> like I don't give a shit. I don't care. She's she's sick, man. She's a sick. She's a sick, sick woman. And you know what I mean. Like if if that was like your second thought, I hate to realize what your first thought was. This this is just like the woman in the park with the gun in that picnic where she walked up to that couple who was just trying to just light up a barbecue with their dog. And she came over with that like old midnight special, that forty caliber or whatever. This is the same level of thought, okay? This is the same level of, like, just pure, utter American psychopathy that is going on in this person's mind. Like, oh, I should have called the management, right? But no. Vigilante justice. That's what I want. But let's move on. Looking back on it now, I wish I would have asked the waiter to ask management if they would just be quiet. He told the station. Instead, I went off on them, which I shouldn't have done, but I had had it. It was out of my control to calm down my anxiety. Um, uh, again, like I said, I want to I want to call bullshit on that too. I want to call bullshit on that one. You know, like I have issues. You know, I have issues with my anxiety, and so do a lot of people I know. And we don't go around having these like. I mean, I have outbursts. You know, I know a lot of people who are dealing with anxiety, and they have outbursts. 
But my outburst would never be something something so deeply hateful. You know what I mean? It, it would never it would never ever come to something like that. You know, it's just it's just wow. You turn you put none of this is on your shoulders, and you heard in her statement, none of this is her problem. Nothing. This is just like the other guy, the other guy that was harassing those uh black women inside um inside that pool inside his building. You know what I mean? This is the same sort of logic that's going on there. Where, like, he was, like, following them back to their cars, stalking these women and doing all this, right? But then he tried to he tried to blame it on his mental illness. You know, it's like, man, if I had, if I had the level of, like, serious mental illness that these people are, like, claiming that they are dealing with and struggling with, the last place, I mean, you should you should probably not go to places like the Bonefish Grill unsupervised. You should probably be on serious medication. And in some of these cases, some of these people should be institutionalized. You know what I mean? If that's what you're saying, if that's what you're saying, right? You know, if that's because, again, it's funny. You always you always hear that sort of thing when it comes to, like, you know, mass shooters and killers and all this stuff. And like, so like now it's like the first thing that you should do is like humanize yourself. Don't turn, don't, no apologies, right? No clarity, but, you know, just try to turn up the victim knob to 12 as quickly as humanly possible to take it away from, like, somebody, like, having a deep introspection about what it actually is that you did and what you said in front of these people. But like I said, let's... Oh, while she was not apologetic on air, she did post an apology to her Facebook page on Wednesday. Quote, I would like to apologize to my family, friends, and other patrons in the bar at North Hills Bonefish, end quote. Now, here we go again. She didn't say, hey, Teresa, and I, I can't, uh, Lakeisha, Lakeisha Shaw, uh, Miss Stewart and Miss Shaw, right? Um, Sorry, if I, if I mispronounced your names. Uh, I want to apologize to you guys for my behavior at the North Fish, uh, sorry, North Hills Bonefish. I want to apologize. About my behavior. She didn't do that either. She apologized to her family first. Nobody that was even freaking there. Or even knew until you told them. Or they saw the video. It's just it's just shame by proxy. So you apologize to them. And you apologize to your friends. Because it's shame by proxy. Like oh you're just going to have a couple of like. Oh Nancy. No you're not supposed to act that way. Like over wine and a barbecue. During the summer. You know what I mean? Like, what, what these people think about what you did means fuck all to them. It means fuck all to the bonefish. And it means fuck all to everyone who's going to see this video. Sickening. Like, like you apologize to your family? Do you treat your family like this behind closed doors? Is that why you're apologizing to them? Insane. She said in the post where she described the targeted diners as, quote, Three rude, loud, obnoxious black women. And, like, look at, like, what the hell? So you apologize to your friends and family. You you go, oh, I'm just so sorry you guys have to just see this and just see the media spectacle. Oh, it's just so, oh, somebody pour me a glass of wine. Just having a real rough one. But then turn around and just the ad hum, just flying all over the place. Rude. Loud, obnoxious. It's just a group of people just enjoying their dinner. You know how many freaking nights I've gone out for dinner and it's like a group of like people just like 
you know what I mean? Just talking at the top of their lungs, you know, every time you go to the bar and it's like the people at the end of the bar just jovial and just enjoying themselves. Now I just have unbridled tickets just to go around and everybody who's got a smile on their face. My anxiety is just a little just like out of tick. I can just go around and just start attacking people, calling them racial slurs. Crazy. This woman. Wow. I suffer from anxiety, which is not an excuse. Take that in. I'm ashamed of my actions. Look, and then, and then here we go again, because she gets to write her own apology. You know what I mean? She gets, she gets to go home. She gets to be in her bed at night. You know what I mean? And she gets to think about, you know, what she's done. Bad girl. Bad girl. Dude, like, what? Like, shame? is one of the last things that I need for you to feel. It's one of the last things. The first thing I need you to feel is guilt. Like, wow, like, I'm ashamed of my actions. You'd be like, I'm ashamed of everything I've done with my life up until this point. Should be your next sentence in this Facebook post. But like I said to you guys, this, this, this is why we have so many problems trying to figure out and put the puzzle pieces together about how dangerous racism is in the United States. But like I said, let's go ahead. Let's move on. Bonefish Grill previously told Atlanta Black Star it does not, quote, not tolerate hate speech or disrespect in our restaurants and is looking into the occurrence, quote, to see how we can do better at de-escalating something like this in the future, end quote. Well, I can already, like I said, I know, you know, the good folks at the Bonefish Oh, <laughs> Um, they're not going to hear, they're not going to hear a peep out of this. You know what I mean? But I want to put, I want to put it out there. I want to, I just want to put the hammer, I just want to put the hammer down and let's ride, right? Look, if you want to do better at de- de-escalating something like this in the future, you take this person, you take them by the scruff and you put them out the door. Say your money is worthless here. Don't ever come back. You know, your your two sentences about like, oh, we don't tolerate that is a is crap to me. Words are cheap. Words are cheap when it comes to these sorts of restaurants and corporations. Cause I know you guys have like a corporate headquarters. I know you guys have like a statewide and a regional headquarters. You know what I mean? Was this woman's picture taken at the door and was like, You can never come back. You can't come back. You can't come to any of our affiliate restaurants either. Get out, don't ever come back. That is pushing, that's pushing the pedal down about shame. You know what I mean? Talking about de-escalating something, then what's next? You know what I mean? We're going to have some MAGA supporter who loves the Second Amendment so daggone much. He's going to be walking around with a gun, and then he's going to point it into, like, you know, some patrons' faces. And then you guys are going to be sitting there going, oh, gee, I wonder how we could have de-escalated that one. It's idiotic. The whole thing is stupid. On the behest of the Bonefish Grill, even capitulating and doing this dance, this this verbal dance with Nancy and these these freaking these these news sites coming around trying to get a quote. These are, these are two sentences. This shows me nothing. This tells me nothing about what the Bonefish Grill in North Carolina is getting ready to do about what happened. This is just uh maybe we'll have a we'll have a deep thought about it. Ugh. Meanwhile, Stewart has reflected on the aftermath of the controversy. Quote, I'm still trying to wrap my head around what happened last night. He wrote on Facebook Wednesday night. We, minorities, 
Hindiki used to the hateful looks, disregarding and even ignorant behavior by some. But I have never in my 43 years of living been called an inner, which I mean, wow. I mean, I'm I'm in my 30s. I'm in my late 30s right now. And really? Wow. I mean, I, I, I remember the first time it happened. I was a child. I was a young child. You know what I mean? And I mean, I'm not trying to be like, oh, whoa, whoa, welcome, welcome to the club, buddy. You know what I mean? But like, wow. I mean, that's that's it's a blessing. I'm I'm sure the folks that hear this are gonna have different different stories and different variations on it. So I just find that I just find that I I mean I just I don't know. It's easy to say what you may do or would have done in this type of situation, which is which is a lot of us. You know, I I heard I heard that this is also like an aspect of anxiety as well, where um folks. They have these issues where they're they're just sort of like, oh man, I woulda, coulda, shorter, I shoulda said this, I shoulda done that, and I, I've had I've had moments in my life where those sort of happen as well, and it, it's true, you know, you don't you don't really know what you would have done in those sort of situations, you, know, you, you just you know, there's just a lot of wouldas and couldas, and you know, you, you're probably just like in an awe about what was going on. well, so I I I don't mean that I don't mean to bring this up like in an era fact about what it is that her her statement I don't mean to make to a problem for these women, you know, but let's go ahead and move on because I've said the same thing. Although racism is very real, it still seems to catch you off guard. Now, like I, like I've been saying through this whole thing, I think people should have been past the point of it catching them up. I mean, some of the stuff that I've seen from 2014 till now, people need to stop with the, Oh, how does it catch you off guard? You're surrounded by it, man. And it's not just you. It's not just African-Americans. It's continental Africans. It's Central Americans. It's, you know what I mean? It's the folks from the islands. It's South Americans. It's Indians. It's, you know, it's Asiatic people. You know what I mean? It's Australasian people. It's from people of the Pacific Islands. It's everywhere. You know? And you're talking about, oh, like, how does it catch you off guard? You need to, you need to realize that, it it churns so much about the Western world. It churns just about everything that you can have like a serious thought, solid thought about. Racism has a part to play in its construction. So again, like I said, I don't mean to like light a flame up underneath these these women because I feel really bad for them. You know, I I I hope that I've like expressed that enough. In this one, I actually feel really bad about what's going on because I hate when this sort of stuff and I've been in situations like or and it like it just breaks my heart. You know what I mean? That this sort of stuff could even it's still going, you know, it's still going on and like it's affecting these people. I wish we had turned this corner when I was a kid, you know what I mean? 30 some odd years ago. But I can't I can't I can't rock with the it, it catches you off guard thing. I, I just you know what I mean? I can't do that. Maybe I'm too hard-edged. It's my anxiety talking. But let's move on. It may be a blessing because if we had time to think about it, it may have ended differently. After thanking people for their support, she concluded, well, this is not the end of this story. Believe me. Now, again, 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 again. 
Now, like when it comes to justice, you know, when it comes to redress, when it comes to these restaurants and all these people doing the right thing. I mean, we'll see. We'll honestly see. I like I just don't ever really see the call for justice coming from the Bonefish Grill unless there was like some massive boycott where there was like black patrons and white patrons refusing to go. You know what I mean? I don't really see any redress until it's like that woman Nancy is made to pay for all of their dinner and is never allowed into that restaurant and like in any of their affiliate restaurants in the state, you know? Like I just Maybe I'm just too hard line. Maybe I'm just too hard edged, but I don't see that coming. I really do not. The end of the story is that, I mean, God bless you. And yeah, I, I hope you get everything that you, you want. I, I hope so. And when it doesn't come, right, you're ready to turn the flame up and you're ready to just keep marching for it and, and tearing down walls and then going after the Better Business Bureau going for the council that like even put the restaurant in its foundation there, going for that woman, getting her, get dragging her in the court, turning it into a massive scene. If that's what you're asking for, then I say, go, please go for it. You know, but, ooh, and these live reactions. Wow. And it, wow. And that's it. That is the one. We're going to call it here on that one. Thank you guys all so much for coming around and checking out the latest episode of the podcast. You know, I really honestly appreciate it. You know, just, you know, just right down to, you know, just the bottom and the in the bottom to the top and to the every, you know, just, just warms me all over that you guys are, uh, you know, here spending these moments with me. It, you know, it just leaves me elated. It really honestly does. Thank you guys all so much. And you know, we're, we're moving on. I'll see you guys all on the next one. Peace.